Okay, welcome back. Let's dive right in and uh, get back to work. Now we're on division of whole numbers. Remember, still whole numbers, not, not integers, not negative numbers, not fractions, not decimals. So I want to you know, build the skills, so stay in the land of whole numbers for a while. Um, the process of separating a quantity into equal parts is called division. So if I have $5,000 and I want to divide that evenly among my five friends, they're each going to get $1,000, right? Um, the idea of separating it into equal parts. So make sure you can, but the big thing is, make sure you can identify the quotient, the dividend, and the divisor in a, in a division problem. And remember, division can be expressed, you know, lots of different ways. So here, the quotient is the answer to your division problem. So this is your, 24 would be your quotient. 2 is called your divisor in this scenario. And 48 would be your dividend. Okay. Likewise, in this problem, you know, this would read as 18 divided by 9 is 2. So 2 would be the quotient or the answer to the problem. 18 would be the dividend. So I always say make sure you can map that out. And 9 would be the divisor. Okay. Let's try again. This would read... This would read as 14 divided by 2 is 7. See, I always say read it to yourself first. Is 7. So therefore, 7 is the result. Therefore, 7 is the quotient. 14 divided by 2. Okay? That means that I could rewrite this problem as 14 divided by 2, you know, is 7. So you could always rewrite it, you know, and that might help you easier realize be easier to realize then that 2 is the divisor. So indeed 2 is our divisor and in this situation 14 is the dividend. So yeah, it definitely may help you to rewrite the problem to realize, oh okay, that's 14 divided by 2 is 7, 2 is the divisor. Um, in a pre-algebra class though, I go under the general assumption that you've done longhand division before, you know how to perform it without a calculator. And we, what we focus on instead is the properties of 0 and 1 for division and keywords for division within word problems. Now, of course, I'll always try and level the playing field. Once I had a student and she raised her hand and said that, you know, that her childhood was, she moved a lot and somehow missed division, <laughs> missed the division algorithm and didn't know how to do it without a calculator. So that could happen. Um, so let's try this. Let's try 4,980 divided by 12. And clearly I have the answer snipped here, but let's do it um, without a calculator. So remember that people from various countries are trained differently with the division algorithm. But here we typically say, you know, 4980. And when we set up our longhand division, we put the 12 out here. And then what we typically do is we say, well, does 12 go into 4? No, it doesn't. But does it go into 49? So we slide in, you know, look at the first two digits and say, hmm, 12 goes into 49 about, and that involves your times tables, about four times. Now, if you have to, you know, you can go off on the side and say, gee, what's 12 times 4? Well, that's 48, right? Come back around and multiply. What's 4 times 12? Well, 48, draw the line and subtract. Subtract what? 49 minus 48. Well, that's 1. Then what? 
bring down the eight. I'm going to say something funny here. Dead men smell bad. <laughs> it's an acronym. Acronym. It's an acronym to help you remember the flow. Divide, multiply, subtract, bring down. So we, we divided 12 into 49, and then we multiplied 4 times 12 is 48. Then we subtracted, and then we bring down the next digit. All right, now we go back to division. How many times does 12 go into 18? Just once, right? So record the 1 here. Come back around and multiply. 1 times 12 is 12. Draw the line and subtract. 18 minus 12 is 6. Bring down the last guy. See? Bring B for bring down. 12 into, and then come back to your division. 12 into 60 goes 5. But then 5 times 12 is 60. Draw the line and subtract. Note to self, no remainder. Now, there will be a time in our near future where we have a remainder and we start doing decimals and mixed numbers and fun things like that. But not, not now. So we're claiming the answer then. Think about the, the quotient. I'll highlight this in black. 415. 415. See? So it matches. So here's how you check that you're right, though. Helpful hint. If you believe the answer is 415, division and multiplication are reverse operations. So you can check by multiplying your quotient with your divisor So let, to see if you get back to your original dividend. So you can check that you're right. So let's try that. 5 times 2 is, is 10. Carry the 1. Three times, uh, 2 times 4 is 8. And then here, you know, 1 times 5 is 5. 1 times... 1 is 1, 1 times 4 is 4, and voila, 4980. That was our original dividend. So yes, so whatever you, whatever you get as your final answer, you can check by multiplying. All right, that was just a quickie reminder on division. You know, if you're really rusty with the division algorithm, or if you were trained in a different country, just make sure you're strong in however you were trained. Okay? Division properties of 0 and 1. The quotient of any number except 0 and that same number is 1. So anything divided by itself equals 1. We've known that since we were pretty little. 6 divided by 6 is 1. 16 divided by 16 is 1. You know, 1,000 divided by 1,000 is 1. But how, notice it says except 0. So 0 divided by 0 is something called an indeterminate form. So I'm going to say here, A can be anything except 0. 0 divided by 0 is something we'll learn about way down the road in calculus. Okay. Division property of 1. So by the way, everything with these stars, right? Devote these to heart. Division property of 1. There's another division property of 1, and that's here. Anything divided by 1 is itself. Well, if you think back to just numbers, 7 divided by 1 is 7, you know, 8,000 divided by 1 is 8,000. So we're just tagging that and saying, hey, anything divided by 1 is itself, and that's a division property of 1. We're just taking inventory of all the legalities, all the things that we know are true about division. Division property of 0. The quotient of 0 and any number except 0 is 0. So that means that, you know, 0 divided by anything, anything other than 0, is 0. So 0 divided by 4 is 0. 
0 divided by 7 is 0. 0 divided by 5 is 0. So we can see that written in various ways, just so you get used to the syntax. Okay. Remember, there's multiple ways that you can write division. Another division property of 0, this one a lot of people, you know, they mix it up. So big note to self here. 7 divided by 0 is undefined, right? The quotient of any number and 0 is not a number. We say that it's undefined. So 3 divided by 0 is undefined. 8 divided by 0 is undefined. 2 divided by 0 is undefined. So um, anything divided by 0 is undefined. But, you know, big caution. You know, not the, if you, the other way around, 0 divided by something, that's 0. So caution to not mix it up with the rule above. Some, one of my students made a, sort of a little rhyme, zero under the line is undefined. <laughs> so that's how you can remember here, zero under the line is undefined. Um, zero above the line is okay. Zero divided by anything is zero. I like to think about it like this. I mean, this one makes sense, right? If you have no money and you divide it by your, among your three friends, they all get nothing, right? So, but the other way around doesn't make sense. How can you take some money and divide it by zero? That's impossible. Okay, and last but not least, I, um, I switched to this slide. Keywords for division. This can be tricky, as there are not a lot of keywords for division that blatantly indicate that a word problem, you know, involves dividing. Uh, but be on the lookout for phrases such as divided evenly, distributed evenly, evenly dispersed, uh, things such as that. Here's a list from the Martin Gay text that may be helpful. Divide, it might, a problem might blatantly say divide. Divide 15 by 3. And we would write it symbolically as 15 divided by 3. If it says quotient, the quotient of 12 and 6 would get written like this. Divide by. 8 divided by 4 gets written like this. So you do want to work on translating. Shared equally. 20 bucks shared equally among 5 people. See? 20 divided by 5. So let's practice. I have 4,600 bucks that needs to be divided evenly among 4 people. How much do they each get? So you see I've set up the division there. So we're just going to take 4 into 4,600. Let's practice. 4 goes into 4 once. Come back around and multiply. 1 times 4 is 4. Draw the line and subtract. Bring down the 6. Four, and then come back, and I'll do this in another color. Come back and divide. 4 into 6. 4 goes into 6 just one time. One, And then continue that, that flow, that flow of the algorithm. 1 times 4 is 4. Draw the line and subtract. Bring down the next guy. 4 goes into 20. 5 times. 5 times 4 is 20. No remainder, but bring down the last guy. you got to keep going. Bring down the last digit. You have to perform that last one. 4 goes into 0. Another way of saying that, that means 0 divided by 4 is 0. So voila, 1150. They would each get 1,150 bucks. Okay? So, you know, be on the lookout for those types of um, phrases and words.
when you're dealing with a word problem. All right, and I believe, let me check, yep, I believe this is our last slide for today uh, for these notes. Reminder that some word problems, in fact most, involve multiple operations. Uh, a student's pre-algebra grades at the end of the semester are given here. How do you find the average? Keyword average. Okay, so average, you remember, is the sum of the scores, add up all the scores, and, you know, sum means add, right? So add up all the scores and then divide, by, divide that sum by the number of scores. So some people say add up the observations and divide by however many there are. Well, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Aha, there's 10 observations. Well, I have, you know, I have the answer sort of written there. But in real time, what you would do, if you didn't have a calculator, you'd take 90, 85. I would, I would vertically stack them, 95, 70. Let's just keep stacking that. Um, 80, 100, since that's a three-digit number, I'll put that up there. 98, 82, and then another 90 and 90. So if I were to do this by hand, I would just add all this up and get the sum, which should be, um, you can check that it's 880, 5, 10, another 10, that's 0, 1. And, you know, right, adding a lot of things up is, is, is sort of tedious. Um, but we would check that this would eventually come to be 880, and we would divide that by however many observations there are. So 880 divided by 10. So we would get an average of an 88. All right. Hope that helps. Oh, and by the way, a lot of people say, wow, it's so tedious to not use a calculator. But I can tell you, I have a lot of nurses in my class, in my college classroom, and um, they're taking dosage and calculation, and they're taking nursing exams, and oftentimes there's no calculator. So just working out those muscles of the brain that deal with the math side of things is, uh, is good practice. Okay, good luck out there.